Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. I think we're having some uh, technical difficulties. Uh, oh, they've been resolved. Excellent. Oh, perfect, perfect, perfect. Uh, I have uh, been impressed with Mia Love for some time. And I look at her accomplishments and I, I realize what an amazing woman she is, what a, a wonderful, wonderful part of our American story she has become. And she has a brand new book out. It's called Qualified. Finding Your Voice, Leading with Character, and Empowering Others, and it is my absolute uh, honor and pleasure to uh, to welcome her to the program. Uh, you always keep your, your last uh, and highest title. Do you want you want congresswoman? you want mayor? What do, what do you need? You know, I always say there are a lot of people out there who have a lot of names for me, I'm sure. So... <laughs> If you can't well, figure out, if you can't, if you don't know which one, Mia is just fine. But I'm sure that I, I would be okay with whatever you have for me. All right. Well, I'm going with Mia. You invited me, and by gosh, I'm not going to leave that one sitting there. It is, uh, it is truly a pleasure to have you on the program. And uh, I, thank I'm you. So it's a pleasure to be on. Excited to talk about what you're examining in this book. You, am I wrong to say that you are taking the word qualified and and really defining it again for everybody? Yeah. You know, I had to figure out it was the one question that I was asked all the time yeah. was what qualifies you to run for Congress? You know, and where my other my opponents were saying, well, I'm an attorney. I know law or I'm this. I know this. Um, it it wasn't enough, apparently, for me to have been in local government. I've taken my city from the brink of bankruptcy to being completely financially stable and solvent. Um, It was that it it just seemed to me, I I was on the legislative side, on the city council and executive side as a mayor. And I felt like what we do on a local level was what was needed in Washington. So, I mean, may not have been enough for those who kept asking me what made me qualified, but I think that we need more local uh, local um, officials oh, in yes. Washington because we oh. balance our budgets. We actually do things that benefit our constituents. Every That's penny right. goes back to our constituents. That's right. 
I, listen, Mia, I got to tell you, the, the last thing we need in D.C. is another lawyer. Uh, we, we got plenty of those already. You can't uh, walk anywhere without encountering a lawyer. They're, they're everywhere in the House and the Senate. I love the idea that someone like you, who, who, as you point out, takes this city, Saratoga Springs, Utah, that is on the brink, you bring it back, and now you make it someplace that people say, you know, that's a great place to live. I mean, that, that is, yeah. that's everything I want. I, what's even better, it's a great place. It's a place I want to live. It's a place I, I'm happy I'm living, and I knew I was going to be living here for a while, and that's what makes local government so great, is that you're making decisions not just for, not just for other people, but for yourself. Mia Love is joining us. So when us. it came to, we should raise taxes, yeah. it was, uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> And you know, you you did say it in a uh, in a friendly, helpful but firm way, did you not? Of course, of yes. course. And people understood why. I mean, That's when right. we were paying for things, I said I don't want people paying for things that they don't directly use. Our public safety was paid for by residents by uh, through tax dollars. And that was it. When they wanted to form a library, I said, that's all expenditure, no revenue coming in. This is what it's going to cost our city. And if not everybody is using this library, not everybody should be charged for this library. So we started thinking about ways that we could do it on our own, completely through donations from people, from the local businesses. And we have a full-blown library running right now. And it's seriously the gem or the pride of this city because the constituents did it. The residents wow. did it. We didn't, we didn't put any money into it. We didn't, they did, they did volunteer the time, donated the books, collected, um, donated their own money. So mm-hmm. we did it. And it's, it's, it's really special. It's, yeah. it's really a special place. When we were building that library, we weren't just building a library. We started building a community. It was really interesting. All these fundraisers, movie nights, everybody was there for the same reason, because we were building a library together. I love this. We started gathering people together. Mia Love mm-hmm. is joining us, and I don't mean to cut you off. I want to remind everybody, Mia Love is here, uh, served two terms as a member of Congress from uh, from Utah. She's got a brand-new book out. It's called Qualified, Finding Your Voice, Leading with Character, and Empowering Others. Uh, as we read through it, there's a reminder that uh, you were the first black Republican woman elected to Congress. And, and it's, it's a fine achievement, but, but knowing what I know about you, knowing what I know about your story— that doesn't define you per se. It's your devotion mm-hmm. to the community, which I maybe I'm going on a limb here. I have to think you got from your parents who who sacrificed yeah, everything to help live the American dream. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad said to me, "Just I mean, and they're still teaching me." Just the other day, some people can take offense to this, but I see it as a great lesson. He said, "You know, Mia, I can't help but to think I love America more than most Americans do." And I said, what makes you say that, Dad? And he said, because I know what it's like to live outside of this place. Yeah. I know what it's like to live in Haiti, in Haiti, where nothing you can do, you had no chance. Yes. Didn't matter what, if you came up with a good idea, if you took all of the risk, government was going to take it, and they were going to own it, and you would have nothing. He's like, I love America because I know what it's like 
to not have the freedoms that you have in America. That's what I grew up with. So what qualified, what I'm trying to say is what qualified me were the stories my parents, my parents would tell me about living outside of this country. They have a love for this country. And as I was growing up, they instilled that love for this country in me. They made me appreciate what I was born into, where I was born into, and made me feel like I had a responsibility to preserve it, that I was not going to be a burden to society. I was going to contribute to a country that has given us so much. Mia, let me ask you about your influence. You talked about your your, your folks. Your dad, in particular, uh, had been uh, threatened by the uh, the secret police, the Tonton Makut. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you grew up in Brooklyn. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. how do you get from Brooklyn to Saratoga Springs, Utah, and what lessons did you get in Brooklyn? Well, I also talk about this in the book, and it still breaks my mother's heart to speak about this. They had to leave my brother and my sister behind at a very young age. My sister was only two years old. My brother, who screamed and cried, was five years old. And he said, please, Mommy, don't go. Daddy left on that big white bird and never came back. If you get on, you'll never come back. And she had to pry their hands away from hers and jump on the plane because she knew that she wanted a better place for her children. I mean, can you imagine making that sacrifice? Um, I grew up in in New York. Right. I grew up, and then we my parents moved to Connecticut after they were able to get their visas, get their residencies, brought my sister and my brother along. And I we lived in Connecticut. We were, you know, achieving our American dream mm-hmm. there. My dad worked for a private Catholic school scrubbing toilets. And he says, this is for books. This is for so that we can pay to pay for the things that we need to pay for. He said, as long as these hands work, I don't need government to pay me for anything. Being here is enough. He's like, I can work and and purchase what I need for my myself and my family. I came to uh, Saratoga Springs because I became a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And I wanted to know what it was like, what, what, you know, I wanted to go and, and see, see what things are like here. And I ended up meeting a young man named Jason, who I tried to set up with my roommate. And he and I, after going on double dates together, he and I got together and I was only supposed to be there for six months and go back. Six months uh-huh. have turned into 25 years this wow. year we'll be married. I love that. Well, a happy Valentine's Day to uh, uh, to both of you. And uh, well, thank you. I want folks to get this book, Mia. I think there's so many lessons. Uh, uh, your childhood, certainly the the efforts, as you point out, of your parents, but you know your 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 adventures. Let me use that term, uh, mm-hmm. I- including mm-hmm. motherhood. You know, you got uh, the three kids. Right. I'm a dad to three kids. You. Even with one, you know, you're still shorthanded. We, you get three, you're totally outnumbered. Right. And this book, I wanted to say this book, again, wasn't about me and getting my story out. It was about empowering others, find their gifts, their God-given gifts and talents so that they could to use, not just for themselves, but for the betterment of their country, their state. It's, we all have the obligation to serve some way, somehow. We all have the obligation to serve. I don't 
really believe that people understand what a miracle the United States of America is. Mm. What a miracle this is that we're able to participate in. And I got that because I got stories of what it's like outside of this country from people that I love and trust. And so, you know, talk about kids. I brought my kids on this journey with me. They have their opinions, their thoughts. (laughs) But one of the things that I taught my kids is not to take anybody's word for it. Right. That they have to think for themselves, especially with our education system. They have to question. They have to ask questions. Think for yourself. You know, you were you were given a gift, and you talk about this, and I remind everybody, former uh, member of Congress Mia Love is joining us on a brand-new book out, which is a must-read. You, you need to jump, I'm thinking, on Amazon to get it. But, you know, Mia, you talk about this this gift that your, your parents gave to you uh, coming to America. They're living the American dream. Your dad scrubbing toilets saying, hey, I'm, I'm doing this for books for you. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, for, for the family so that uh, we are not under this oppressive regime in Haiti where you, you can't do anything. But there's another gift in there, and the gift uh, is that of perspective because you are able to see what we have here. And so many of us who simply have always been here, we take things for granted, and and it's mm-hmm. necessary for for you or your dad or your mom to speak up and say, hey, wait a minute, let me tell you what mm-hmm. else is out there. Mm-hmm. And how quickly America could become that, how That's quickly right. America could become the paradise we call Haiti, yeah. which is, which, trust me, nobody wants, I mean, there's, you have no chance, they struggle. I mean, that's what it looks like. Anybody who knows anything about Haiti, that's what one dictator after another looks like. That's what government control and dictatorship looks like. Is there any Look no hope? further than Venezuela. That's right. That's right. I, I'm curious, just uh, as we wind this up, Mia, is there any hope for Haiti, or is is it just up to people to get out and live a life elsewhere? There is hope for Haiti as long as there are people that are willing to lead with character, yeah. that are willing to have their integrity intact and lead for the betterment, again, of their country, not of themselves, not because they want a title. There's always hope as long as there are people that are willing to get into the battle. But it has to be hope that comes from the bottom up, meaning more people have power, less government power, less centralized power. And I would say to every member of Congress when I was there, we we can say that we're successful if we give away government power and increase the power that the people have. Anytime we give more people more power, we would have done our job. Absolutely. You you going to run for anything else? <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's a lot of work. If there's, a, you know, I'm never going to say no. If there's uh-huh. an opportunity where I can do some good, where I could do some good, um, titles have never been, has never been something that's important me but my integrity where i am and where i could do the most good has always been important well you you have uh, given back to this country uh, tenfold as far as i'm concerned and this book qualified finding your voice leading with character and empowering others is available it's been out for a couple of weeks now what is the best way for folks to get it do you think mia 
Um, actually, I did the recording on Audible, too. So if anybody wants to just hear me read it oh, yeah. <laughs> or tell it to them, they can get it on Audible. Okay. Amazon's easy, Barnes & Noble's. Um, but if my mom actually really enjoyed, she said, I just couldn't stop listening to it. Um, <laughs> she got it on Audible. She's like, okay. it was just like having you here. Just oh. tell me your own story. And, you know, when I talk about leading, empowering others to do the same, I found that in Washington there was a lot of victimization. There was a lot of you're in trouble, your Mm -hmm. your life is Mm -hmm. horrible because this person did it to you or because this person or because this party did it. Instead of empowering people, making them feel like they can be, they, they can be the masters of their own success. Absolutely. Mia Love, thank you so much for being here. It has uh, been a pleasure. Uh, Mia Love served in Congress for two terms. You have seen her all over uh, television through the years. She has an amazing story. She's got a brand new book out again, Qualified, Finding Your Voice, Leading with Character and Empowering Others. And, and make no mistake, we're going to have Le- Mia back to uh, to chat more about this, but you got to get yourself a copy of that book. It is Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.